This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. It's the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh huh, uh huh. All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode 24 of the All Love, No Fear Podcast. This is Ladies Night, hey. and I'm feeling right. Hey, oh, this is Ladies Night. Oh, what a, oh, what a night. Hey. That was really, really bad. <laughs> that was terrible. That was hot garbage. But, um, you know, everybody's vocals aren't always there all the time. So, hey, um, this is your wonderful, amazing, awesome co-host, KB. And I'm here today with... Veronica. Yes, a- the AKA good sis Urbanati. Veronica, a.k.a. Urbanati. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um, what brings you here today? I am a fellow millennial. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, millennial. Fellow New Yorker. New Yorker. Um, dancer. Yes, dancer extraordinaire. Okay. <laughs> Teacher. Extraordinaire. Teaching the youth. Yes, teaching the youth. New York. Yes, yes. Yes, um, get into her. She's an amazing dancer. Yeah, she be she be killing. Get into her on the internet. Oh man, um, she's an amazing person. She's been my friend for like I don't know how long. Man long, man long. It's been some years. It's been some years. <laughs> this is my girl. We out here getting ready to pod. So um, we're just gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing today. And um, I mean, listen, this podcast is always a bunch of nothing that we talk about. So we're gonna get into it. Um, our first segment, as you all know. Oh, before I get into segments, shout out to all the people listening, going to work, coming from work, not at work, whatever it is you're doing, wherever you are, just listening. Thank you so much. Um, shout out to our people on the Spotify, the Apple Podcast, the Google Podcast, the Stitcher, the Podbean, uh, the iHeartRadio. What else? Um, there are other things. Um, wherever website. you are, the website. Yep. See, Veronica be knowing because I don't. I don't be knowing. Mm. So um, wherever you are at, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Um, let's get started with our love it or lose it today. Um, and because I am fat. And I think of, I am, it's the truth. Um, Because I am fat and I think about food a lot, I decided to do a love it or lose it with um, types of food. Um, Different, like, I guess, ethnic foods. I don't like that word, ethnic. But um, for the sake of this conversation, we're going to go with that. So I feel like I don't remember if we did one of these before. We may have, we may not have. I don't know. Whatever. Um, So the four choices uh, are Chinese. Italian, Thai, and Jamaican. Which one would you love? Which one would you lose? The ch- options again are Chinese, uh, Italian, Thai, Jamaican. 
Which one would you lose forever and ever? All of the food you'd never eat it again. Which one would you love forever and ever and ever? What do you for the rest of your life? Okay, so it's the second the fatness. I'm spiritually fat. Spiritually fat. <laughs> Tell me more. What does spiritually um, fat mean? It's it's an internal thing. Okay. You see food and your spirit just smiles and it's just, just like, makes you happy. It's, it's, it, just, it, it hasn't manifested on the outside because I am a dancer and yes. if I didn't I'd probably need a wheelchair to get food. Oh, not a wheelchair, Chad. Jesus, <laughs> not a whole wheelchair. I need food. I love food spiritually. Spiritually and mentally. Fast. Yeah, food is lit. It's, it's lit. My child is outside knocking on the window. Hey, girl, hey. Um, <laughs> hey. Hey. It's my good luck charm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cutie patootie. She's outside with daddy. They're just looking at us like, hey, guys. So, yes, you're spiritually fat. I am actually fat. So, I gotta, I gotta, I guess I gotta figure out how to get back to spiritually fat. True. It is. It is true. It is true. It is very true. I was looking back at pictures of myself from like sophomore year of college and I'm like, okay, this, I have got to pull it together. You're a mom though. I know, but like I was fat before that. So like, (laughs) (laughs) that's not really an excuse. I gotta, I just was making poor decisions. That is a mindset. It's also a fact sometimes (laughs) and it's a fact here. So I gotta get... I'm, I have to get my life together, but it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. I'm going to, it's going to happen. I'm I'm using my fitness pal, which is a great app that calorie counts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. So um, it's been helping me with my food consumption because I'm like, uh, shout out to Michaela for putting me on to um, my fitness pal. I've been using it for like two days and I'm like, oh, I've been eating way too much. Like, so you have to log it in? Or? Yeah. Like you just go on and it's like, what did you eat for breakfast? What did you eat for lunch? What did you eat for snacks? And it already has like the listing of the calories and stuff like that. It's very personal. In there. I mean, listen, (laughs) I'm at the point in my life where I need personal because my life is in shambles. I'm like, I have to stop gaining weight. Do they know the brand? If it's like home food, like like say if you got chicken, do they say what kind of seasonings you put on it? Like how do they know? For real. They don't. You just kind of guesstimate. Oh, okay. Like some of the things, like if you went to like, I don't know, like McDonald's or like certain things like they have like a calorie count for, but like. Some other things they have, like, like I had, like, a plate of white rice like, the other night, and I put in, oh, it was, like, a cup of white rice, and they had, like, an approximation of how many cal- cal- calories the white rice is. But I don't know if it's factoring in, did I use salt? Did I use, like, butter? Right, like, there's a spectrum right there. I know. Well, my dad used to use jade, you know what I'm saying? Oh, jade, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Secret ingredient. I just ah! gave it out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but yes, I need to get my life together and not be physically fat. Um, I can still be spiritually fat, but like on the outside, I got to be like not fat. So back to food. Where were we? What uh, are the you said uh, Italian. You said Chinese. Italian? Sis. <laughs> Sis. Italian, Chinese, Thai, and, and Jamaican. Jamaican. I mean, what? Okay. So when you mean when you say Chinese, do you mean like the ones that they make? Like wok wok on some like corner store stuff? Because... I mean, like the chicken wing and French fried Chinese. Oh yeah, that's like American of, food made by Chinese people. Yeah, like I mean, and I did. <laughs> I mean, like you know, like the lo mein. The, oh okay. The, you know, fried rice. Okay. The stuff that we be getting from the from the Dafu 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 Hao. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah. That's Golden what I mean. Kitchen. And Dafu Hao is a real place. It's it not, is. We're not being racist. No, Dafu, not at all. Dafu Hao is a real place in Roosevelt. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to um. be being racist. So. <laughs> yeah, Wak Wak is a real place in the Bronx. Okay. That's where I teach. Okay. So you know. Okay, all right. I was um, like walk walk. I was like, do you mean like the walk, like the item? Nah, okay. it's called walk walk. The place is called walk walk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So two, two, two that I would lose or one? One, just one. I mean, Ty can go. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know it. I know I know the smell of it uh-huh. because it's a lot of my friends from college like like they had roommates that would just eat it on mm-hmm. some takeout, on some heated up in the microwave, and it just smelled like straight peanuts. And <sighs> I'm I'm not a fan. It can I'm go. Dead. I'm dead. I've I'm never dead. been compelled to go to a Thai like restaurant. So I'm dead. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good I'm on dead. that. I'm dead. Um. Okay. I feel like out of ooh. I'm sorry. I was scratching my head. If y'all heard that noise in the background. Um, my hair is clean. I washed it yesterday. I was just scratching. It looks great. Thanks. So does yours. Um, give him life with the ponytail. Yes, <laughs> get into it. Um, my lose it out of this. It's probably Chinese. Wow. I'm not a huge fan of Chinese food. You know what? You are always so controversial with your choices. Ah, ah, controversial? <laughs> no, no. Listen. In the words of, uh, what's his name? What was Will Ferrell's character in that Flint, Michigan movie? I don't remember, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. Um, <laughs> that's what he said. Um, that's I just that's what I'm trying to do. But seriously, I'm not a huge fan of Chinese food. Like, at all. What? I don't particularly enjoy it. Oh, my God. Um, it's, like, I'll eat it. But it's not like my first choice. Like it's never like every time Mark loves Chinese food. So every mm-hmm. time I'm like, oh, what you want to eat? And we're out. He's like Chinese. And I'm like, no, I never want that. So it's not that I don't I don't know what it is. I just I'm not into it. Like I'm just like I, I probably eat Chinese food two to three times a year. Oh, that's good. You know, Honestly, you're on a good track. Yeah, I don't. It's not my favorite thing. Like I really have to be like and when I eat it, I want the same thing every time. I always want the chicken lo mein. That's it. Yeah, it's it's like the I guess healthiest thing, the lightest yeah. the lightest tasting thing yeah. on the menu. But yeah. for me, it's like a takeout staple. Like I, it's not something you go out to eat. Like that's my opinion. You mm. don't go out to eat Chinese food. No, it's like your home. You don't want to go out, so it's like Chinese food or pizza. Like that was always the takeout thing right, in my like, house. Yeah, Chinese food or pizza. That's what Mark is always. He's always like Chinese food or pizza. That's his first two suggestions. I'm yeah. Like, eh. Like, just, no, I don't want the Chinese. Like, I don't even really be wanting pizza like that sometimes. But, like, I definitely don't want the Chinese. Like, Chinese is just like, like, if I never had it again, I'd be fine. Oh. I'd be completely fine. If I you know never what? Ate Chinese I'm, food I'm, again. Because I'm more conscious of health, I'm I'm kind of getting on that wave, too. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> kind of care about what I'm putting in there. Yeah, I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't. It's not really my fave. Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of was thinking maybe Thai. Cause that's not my like pers- That's not my favorite favorite either. But I feel like I'm more inclined to eat like a pad thai or like because I love peanut sauce. So um, so that it made me laugh when you said the thing smelled like peanuts. I do enjoy a good peanut sauce. So I do feel like you know the Chinese is more of the one I would like cancel forever and ever and be completely fine with. I, what? So what do you eat for takeout on usual? Do you get takeout? I do. Like I what? Us- like what? Like I'll get pizza or I'll go to like the Taco Joe's or Taco okay. King and get like quesadillas. Like I really, really like like Mexican, yeah. Spanish type oh, yeah, of food. For the rest of my life. So I'll get that all day, every day. <laughs> like if I'm like getting takeout or I'll just hit like a Wendy's or something like that. But Wendy's. Wendy's. They're kind of like the same thing. <laughs> but like I just when is the same thing as what Chinese food? Yes, because they both making How? chicken wings and French fries. They both making Wendy's don't handle wings. They got nuggets. Well, it's both fried, fried chicken. I and know, French fries. but like I just I just feel different about it. Wendy's has Frosties. The Chinese place don't have it. They don't, but they have apple sticks. Like they do have dessert. I don't know. Chinese mm. food has nuggets though, and they nuggets be slapping. 
I've never had Chinese food nuggets in my what? life. It's awesome. <laughs> Not with the what. It's awesome. I've never had it before in my life. I think I've maybe eaten the chicken wings and french fries a couple of times. There was a spot in Uniondale I used to go to when I was at Hofstra that mm. made, like, they made st- this chicken, these chicken wings, and then they put this, like, sauce on them. Mm. Mm. Bellissima. <laughs> but it's been a while since I've been there. But that was, those were the good old days. But yeah, Chinese food is a dub. It's a dub. Okay. It's over. It's canceled forever. Mm. Um, what's your love it? You you're, you're, the choices choose. left are Thai, Jamaican, and Italian. Mm. You making me choose between Italian and Jamaican? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Hard choices here at the podcast. Are we t- okay. <laughs> what is specific to Jamaican? Because, you know, Caribbean food is an umbrella, right? Right. Jamaican, I mean, like, beef patty with cocoa bread, jerk chicken, Excuse jerk me. pork, curry goat, curry chicken, um, stew chicken, Porridge festival, um, uh, what's that stuff they got? The Escovitch fish, um, yeah, all fritters. that fritters, fritters, the whole thing, the whole oh, thing, man. the whole thing. But, oh my god, yes, yeah, the whole thing. Oh, I agree. and my god, and then Italian basically encompasses all the pastas, right? So and like you talking lasagna, the Alfredos, the 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 olive vodkas, the marinara's, <sighs> the pizza. Um, you know, spaghetti and meatballs, the whole shebang. That's that's what we're talking oh about with the Italians. Oh my god! Yeah, I am perplexed. <laughs> nah, I listen. You can do like Mark and have like a one A one B because <laughs> he be doing that. You be like, I can't really. Make I it can't though. with the Italian, and I can like if I could not not have pasta ever again because that's like all I make. But then, if oxtails fell off the face of this earth, I'd have to go with it. <laughs> you would have to go off the earth with the with <clears throat> I oxtail. Would. I would because. What? 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 You know what? I think I have more choices with... I'm going to go with the Italian. Okay. Because with Caribbean food, I don't eat all of the salt fish and the porridge and the... the, I don't like salt fish and ackee. Y'all can keep that. The cow foot, the tongue, and... Yeah. I... You know, that's all encompassing. With everything with Italian, I'm pretty cool. Like, I can get the nochi. I can get the... Oh man! The prosciutto, the prosciutto, the Bosco sticks. Like I, I'm cool. Like with all of that. Yeah. There's yeah. certain things in Jamaican food. I'm just like, mm, what? What's that? And I'm American. Let me just put that out there too. It's so. fine. It's fine. <laughs> so they're fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, Italian. Okay. Um, listening to you talk it through, I'm like, I was sure my choice was going to be Jamaican. Now I'm like. Ugh. Because when it comes to Jamaican, I really, really live for the 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 beef patties, mm-hmm. the jerk stuff, the oxtails, the mm-hmm. festival, the fruit. But it's like there's a whole lot of Jamaican food I don't want to eat either. Like all the stuff you just talked about, like the foot and the and the tongue. I don't like acne and saltfish. Um, there's a lot of there's certain, like the bun and cheese. Like there's certain Jamaican staples that I'm like y'all can have that. Um, <laughs> 100% y'all can have that. But I don't know. I feel I feel like I'm betraying my region mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. not choosing Jamaican. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going on a this I can eat for the rest of my life with no problems, no issues, I think I would have to go towards Italian as well. Okay. Because I love a pasta. Um, I really do. I love an olive vodka sauce. 
Um, I just figured out how to make chicken marsala. Ooh. Man, it slapped. It slapped. Mm. That chicken mm. marsala, like, when I smelled that sauce cooking, I said, mm, it smells just like the restaurants. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. Like, I like a chicken franchise. I just ate some chicken franchise today, actually. The latest thing I've made that was innovative for me in terms of Italian food was shrimps can't be. Oh, okay. You oh, were man. telling me you was going to make some shrimp. Oh, candy. man. It was excellent. Listen, <laughs> was I excellent. wish, I'm sure it was, but I'm allergic to shellfish, so oh. I'm sure I missed out on that. Oh, my God. Did I tell you how when I went to um, Hudson's um, in Freeport, mm-hmm. they add, it's like a seafood spot, but you can get like regular food there. So, like, I asked for a mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, the lobster mac and cheese. For Avery. Just regular. Oh, okay. okay. No, no lobster. So I ate a little bit of it, and all of a sudden I felt my tongue getting numb. Uh-oh. Like, you know how your tongue gets numb, like, when you go to the dentist and they inject you mm-hmm. in, the, in the jar and, like, one side of your mouth? That's how I started to feel. I was like, what nope, is going that's, on? That's not a quality restaurant no. experience. I went, to the, I went to the waitress. I said, is there seafood in this mac and cheese? She's like, no, no, no. This is the regular mac and cheese. Come to find out, the manager was like, oh, yeah, we put, um, like, a lobster base in the cheese sauce that we make the mac and cheese in, I was like, oh. oh. I mean, they were really, really nice about it. They got me some Benadryl, and, you know, they were just, they took it off the bill, and they were really cool about it. But, like, I know they were shook that they was probably going to get sued. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have. These student loans do call me every month. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> just being honest. But I just was like... Guys, you have to tell people that there is there is shellfish. Yeah, and things before what are you doing? You, before you like just serve it, because I had ordered it for Avery, so thankfully she she didn't eat any. Because I'm like, well, what if she's allergic to shellfish? I don't yeah, know. We don't know until we know. Yeah, so I'm just like, that's trash. But yeah, I'm sure your shrimp scampi shrimp scampi was delightful. And I also live for that lobster mac and cheese at Hudson's. It's it lo- it it t- the it's mac so and cheese tasted good. It's so good. It was delicious. I just couldn't eat yeah. anymore. But what I had was was delicious. Is that what you had when we went when we went there last time? I get it every time. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting. I remember I got the lobster tacos. Oh, okay. They were good. Oh, okay. Very fresh. I mean, I guess if you can do the shellfish, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine. Can't, re- can't relate. My heart, <laughs> my heart is broken. Um, yeah, that's that's where we are in life so yeah that's our love it or lose it uh thanks for participating with us um (laughs) we made some really really hard choices today don't take it personally um if you want to comment and let us know that you didn't like the choices that we made like you can do that um we've got an email all love no fair pcast at gmail.com and then we're on the socials all love no fair podcast on facebook on instagram and on twitter i believe so just follow us in those places because we're exciting. <laughs> so <laughs> moving on to our topic for today. Ooh, child, don't die. I know. Um, so last week we had a conversation about this whole concept of like submission because based on Fantasia's statements. And um, for those of you who don't know, she said basically um, on The Breakfast Club that, you know, part of the part of the reason that women are single is because like they don't know how to submit they want to be the man blah 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 so we talked mm. about that a little bit last week and that made me think about just this whole like i don't know i don't know if scholarship is the right word but there's a whole lot of like material and think pieces and data and stats out there excuse me about black women and dating and being in relationships in general. And so I kind of wanted to discuss that today with a black woman mm-hmm. who's out here in the streets uh, dating and whatnot. Um, because it's been it's very interesting to see, like, 
what the prognosis looks like for black women in dating because honestly the way like the, the the articles and stuff that I read make me feel like it's hard out here like it looks super crazy and it's almost like hopeless like it makes me like the stuff that I've been reading it makes me feel like oh black women are just we, we're never going to have a good time mm. in the relationship pool because um, I see a lot of like think pieces where they talk about you know Black women are the most educated, but like least likely to be married. Mm-hmm. And if they are married, they're not married to someone that's on the same like educational mm-hmm. or financial level mm-hmm. as them. Um, then, you know, I've seen a lot of things that say, you know, I've also seen stuff that says like black women are the least likely least likely to date outside of their race. Mm. And if they're looking for, you know, marriage prospects they need to consider interracial dating so it's just been a lot of interesting things that i've seen out there in regards to um black women and dating so i just wanted to kind of like dabble in that conversation a little bit so i'm married veronica's in a relationship Mm -hmm. so like what's i haven't been like dating dating in like what year is this 2019 um in about 10 years so (laughs) um i don't really know what it looks like out there i just know what it what it it is from what the people are telling me on the internets with my reading and stuff so like i guess from your perspective like what are your what would you assess the dating scene to look like right now Says it's a jungle. Okay, I was told that's 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 what I'm gonna. When you were think when you were talking to me about all these these stats just mm-hmm. now, I was just thinking about how I was at the hair salon, mm-hmm. and I was told, "V, keep your man because it's a jungle out here." Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, it's 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 the quality. I feel like is just so it's it's gone. And in terms of courting and courtship and mystery and mm-hmm. things of that sort. Um a lot of people are just trying to cut to the chase. Right. Um that old school nineties love mm-hmm. is is is, is yeah. what is that? Because I saw something recently <laughs> where it was like this woman posted on like Instagram or something how like this guy wanted to take her out on a first date mm-hmm. and he wanted to do coffee and she was like, nah if you want to take me on a date, you're going to have to take me on a real date. Like, mm-hmm. take me, like, to dinner or, to, mm-hmm. you know, something substantial. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were roasting her, like, this is why y'all y'all be single, because y'all be wanting too much from a man, and da-da-da-da-da. And it was, like, it was interesting to see the conversation. I'm like, but if this is her idea of courting, <clears throat> what's wrong with her saying, "Yeah, I want that? Right. And like, if he can't give it, it's, it, it's she a can go. It's a dub. Like, she don't <laughs> she have to can waste go. no he can go. No, she doesn't have to settle for that. Yeah. yeah. So that... It's 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 so that's such a packed subject, right? Especially in terms of like for me, I'm cool sitting at home mm. munching on pizza. I'm also cool. I also like to go out. It's balance, right? I like to go to the theater. I like to go to movies. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I can kick it. Right. I can go to the park. Right. I can go to, to a parade and watch a festival. I can spend absolutely absolutely no money. I can spend a ton of money. Right. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm cool either way, but. If you're trying to bring me to your crib, first thing. For Netflix and chill. For Netflix and chill or just not even Netflix. (laughs) It's a a dub. And I think that the quality has just gotten a lot less. And I think that the media in terms of, especially music, in terms Mm. of what's being talked about, definitely puts a lower quality and lower expectations for women Mm. in terms of what to expect from a man. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. to me, I found it interesting in the example I just brought up about people going in about this lady not wanting to go on a coffee date. People were like, well, she should be lucky. A man even want to take her somewhere. And da, 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 da. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, 
I'm so confused. Like, why is it? Why is there this idea that women just have to accept no. any old piece of whatever from somebody just to be like, oh, I'm with somebody or I'm dating somebody? Like, what's wrong with her saying, I don't want to do a coffee date. I want to do something a little bit more um, substantial. And I don't think the woman was coming from a place of, oh, I want him to spend money. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was more of a, I want to do something a little more intimate yeah, than just sure. going to a Starbucks yeah. and having some coffee with you. Yeah. And I was just like, this we can is... go to Chipotle. Right. Like I was like, even like she was just like, you ain't got to take me no mere fancy, but I'm not just trying to go to a crowded Starbucks yeah. in the middle of like to do anything. Sometimes like, there's not even seats at Starbucks. Right. Like she was just like, this is not a comfortable experience. Yeah. And I would like to, I, that was the way I took it. That she wanted to go someplace and have a comfortable experience where she could have his attention mm-hmm. without having to worry about mm. all these people moving around and talking and doing this and doing that. But it was just so interesting that that people got so offended mm. like she was wrong for having standards. No. No. And I feel like black women particularly it's we're expected to hold everybody down mm-hmm. to 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 be the burden bearer for a lot of things. But the minute we say we have a standard or we want something, all of a sudden we're uppity. Um, we aren't serious about dating. We just want to, you know. And I'm just like, but why? Why can everybody have standards but us? I'm confused. Yeah. That, I Here's my motto. Like, this, I've been reading a really great book mm-hmm. about holding your own in a relationship. Okay. And it's called, it's by, what's her name? Sherry Argoff. Okay. And it's called Why Men Love B-Words. Oh, I've heard of that book. From Doormat to Dream Girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've heard of that. But I've seen that book like in, in like the, the bookshop. Why can't I use words? It's fine. The bookstore. I, <laughs> I think the key is, especially with a, a quality man, if you hold a standard, men like standards, men like to hunt. They do. Men like a challenge. Yeah. And if he he can show you that he's worthy of that or worthy to you by being like, all right. So if, say, she says, I want something, I want you to take me some, somewhere else. I don't want to do coffee. If he wants you, he's going to make that happen. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so it's I, I think that black women have an issue with, like, like trying to accommodate for people too much. Right. Because yeah. we are the least accommodated for. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You up in here preaching already? Already? How, how many minutes are we into this podcast? Hold on. We are 25 minutes in and Veronica's giving us a, a word, a that's, sermon. That's, hey. that's, that's, that's the bottom line. Hey, I I'm think it's because we have had, we're always fighting to be within these spaces and we're so less regarded that we know what that's like, so there's an expectation for us to give everyone else a break. Yeah, and it's like, no. No, yeah. no, 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 because at the end of the day, we are we are prizes, too. Yeah, absolutely. We are prizes, mm-hmm. too. And, and I feel like our society does not treat us that way. What is who's it? Malcolm X said the black woman is the most disrespected mm-hmm. woman in America. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a stone cold fact. And I want to add a part to that. We are the most imitated woman. If, in everybody want to be us, but they can't. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. They can't. Yeah, like to speak to that in terms of the accommodation. I remember me and my best friend, um, Imani. Shout outs to Imani. Hey, Imani. Uh, <laughs> we were on the train coming from the city. We were on our way back to her place. And we were, we were on the train for a while. Mm-hmm. Like we were on our way back to Journal Square. And we were there for like 20 minutes standing. Mm-hmm. As soon as this woman of a different color, she was a woman of color, but I don't know where she was from. I can't even mm-hmm. make an assumption, but she wasn't black mm-hmm. very clearly. Mm-hmm. And. This man was sitting. He was uh-huh. sitting, uh-huh. and he offered her a seat. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Crazy. Would you like a seat with a smile? We're standing right in front. We were standing in front of him the whole time. And he was just like, well, make a stand. Yeah. Yeah, there's always that expectation that we, we can we can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just, I just find it so interesting. But I agree with your point, though, that, you know, if a man wants you, he will do what it takes yeah. to get with you. Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of times, not just black women, but women in general kind of put themselves at a disservice when they immediately, like, start out the gate with the expectations being super low. Mm-hmm. It's like that situation... Or, yeah, that situation is never going to go the way you want it to go because you're compromising what you really want to um, seem accommodating to somebody. And I feel like women just have to be women should really, really understand that they don't have to be accommodating to to a potential guy they want to date for him to, like, maintain interest. I'm not saying be like over the top, hard to get, whatever, whatever, but like. If you if he's asking you out on a coffee date, you know that's not what you want to do. Be upfront about yeah, that. Don't settle. Don't what? settle. Be what? like, nah, what I don't. Mean? I don't want to do that. That's fine. And you shouldn't feel bad about it. But it's like a lot of us women have internalized this mindset of just being grateful for whatever yes. little like scraps yeah. and garbage someone throws at us. And I, 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 like I said, I haven't been in the dating scene in a while, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who are single, and it's just like we've gotten to the point where like we are like the first date is almost practically you being on plenty of fish or some dating app, Mm -hmm. like having a conversation like that's your, like it's for, to me, I feel like it takes so much to even get to a first date. And it's just like, I feel like men too are a lot more guarded about, and I don't know if guarded is the right word, but they're a lot more, uh, uh, withholding I guess in terms of like wanting to spend their money on like a date to get to know somebody Mm -hmm. like they're not into that anymore I feel like courtship doesn't look like that anymore especially if you're like doing the online Mm -hmm. dating situation like it's just like oh let's see we swipe we match we do a little bit of texting and people be texting the same person for like two three months before they even meet I'm like what is going on like why haven't you met yeah like what it's just perplexing to me but it's like a lot of guys are of the impression, like, I don't want to spend money on her if I don't like her or if I don't think that, you know, this is going anywhere or it's going to lead to anything. And going anywhere and lead to anything can mean any number of things. But I feel like a lot of guys are like, I don't want to spend money, like, just just to spend money. Like, I just want to talk to her on this app or text or whatever and kind of see. Like, I know so many people who, like, have been in whole, like, text situationships and they've never met the person, gone on a real date. I'm like, is this what dating looks like? I think... Is this it? Because no no thanks. I think that women as a whole, I'm not even... I can't even just blame the guy. I don't because what you allow will continue. That's true. (laughs) So if you allow someone to text you for weeks and weeks and you're not not setting the stand, like, hey, where are we going to meet? And he's like stalling. Sis, you can go. Like, like you don't have fine. to keep doing this. And the more that you, you, the less you settle, like the more you're gonna get to the result you want. That's like that's just what I personally believe, right? Because they're doing what has been seen as been acceptable for so long now. Right. It's like, what right. you mean you want to be a whoa, whoa, whoa? Like it's like speaking a new language, right? Because it's just been tolerated mm-hmm. as like normalcy, and it just. It's not necessary. For me, I think why I'm in a relationship now is because I learned how to leave mm-hmm. such crappy situations. Right, right. And it's not like, <clears throat> you know, you get crappy man after crappy man after crappy man. Yeah. And if you could decide to stay, you kind of, you know, the universe kind of throws it in like, hey, uh, 
I don't think you learned your lesson yet. Yeah, like you you, you, you don't want to learn. You don't learn. So <laughs> until you learn how to be like do this for yourself, um, you're gonna you're gonna keep getting what you what you get. Right. Unfortunately, it's yeah. not that you deserve it. Right. It's not that you're deserving of it, but you have to learn how to be like, no, nah, I'm out. Yeah. Because you don't have to say. This is what I've been telling my friends or some of my my younger students. I'm like, you don't gotta stay. You got. You have to stay. Right. What like are you staying you, you, for? You could go. You can. Like at any time, you, you can, can hit really them with go. the I'm a head out. Yeah. At any time. <laughs> at any time, you can hit them with the I'm a head out. Yeah. Like I wish. That's one of the things I wish I I would have known as my younger self to just be like, I'm a head out and just go. Yeah. Like I don't. I to this day, I'm like I don't understand like what was keeping me in those situations. I was like, like the the last long term relationship I was in before I met Mark. Like, I was dating that guy for, like, four years. And I remember being, like, two years in, like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> like, I knew it, like, clear yeah. as day. Like, God be talking sometimes, like, real loud. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally one day heard clear as day, this ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, uh-huh, you're right. But <laughs> I still sat up there for, like, another two years. Like, why did I? I was like, why did I do that? Like, looking back, I'm like, I wasted so much valuable oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I knew it. I knew it clear as day. So it's just like... Yeah, you just you just got to chuck the deuces and be out. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. And I feel like people have a fear of doing that. They feel like if I chuck the deuces, like, I'm throwing away an opportunity. No, mm. no. It don't take that long for a man to figure out whether he wants to be with you or not. Mm-mm, not at all. They know so, like, they know, they know from the jump. They do. So, like, <laughs> to me, I feel like if, if you've been, like, talking to slash semi-dating somebody for, like, six months a year and y'all still aren't defined like what are you doing yeah he wants he he wants a shelf item and and you have made yourself available right you have made yourself available to be pretty on the shelf signed a situationship extraordinaire so it's not a situationship <laughs> extraordinaire i can't take it i've been there i have done that and they're gonna say little things they're gonna say monumental things such as Oh, you know, I really see us being together as one, you know, just little things like, hey, right. we may be together, just not soon, not now. Right. Like, you know, I could see us eventually yeah. like getting married and having kids. Like, mm-hmm. Saying things that's going to hold you for at right. least a month and you got that in your head. Right. So you can explain that to your friends. Right. And then when it comes down to the conversation is, oh, I don't Listen. You don't know. Listen, listen. But you know about other things. Right. Like getting access. Right. Okay. Right, 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 right. But all this other stuff. Like and I'm just like I was like, I can't like I'm I'm well, I'm about to be thirty four. I'm like, oh my God, how did I fall for all that foolishness? Like like now, like nobody could tell me nothing like that now and I would be like, okay. I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. But I'm like when I was like nineteen, twenty, twenty one, I was absolutely falling for that nonsense. And I'm just like, Kristen. You're smarter than this. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was just falling but for th- it. But sometimes it's, you really don't know better. Like, not a lot of people, not a lot of even your parents are, are giving you, like, dating advice in that in terms of watch out for those. Yeah. <laughs> watch out for those words. Watch right. out. And, and honestly, if you're the one who feels like something is moving mm-hmm. and the pers- other person is not, it, it in and they're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not gonna work out. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And I just I just feel like again, because like as women and specifically black women, especially within our community, we're expected to like if you're especially if you're dating black men, to hold black men mm-hmm, down mm-hmm. no matter what, be loyal to your people, mm-hmm. be loyal to your man, da 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 and it's just like but these dudes be putting some, like 
Mm. You put these people mm. through hell. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I saw something the other day. Like I was just like, dang, this is so true. Somebody posted, I forget the exact wording, but it was something like, we are so married to this concept of struggle love. Mm-hmm. Especially as black women. Like this idea that we have to go through like hell and high water to mm-hmm. get with and keep a man. That like we celebrate it. Like somebody was talking about how this woman posted about being engaged and the caption was like, you know, we've been through so much infidelities outside baby. I'm like, that is not to be celebrated. Like what in your mind makes you think that you have to go through all of that to secure somebody, to be with somebody like, no, please. Absolutely not. Like, and I, that's what, that's what made me think about, um, the black love show on Mm -hmm. own. Have you ever seen it? Yes, I have. Like, (laughs) I touched on it, like, a couple episodes back. But, like, seriously, like, this this thing of black love having to be such a a back and forth in a fight. Like, I get that people go through things and that relationships are difficult. Like, I get all that. But, like, these stories are not inspiring to me. And I don't know if I necessarily like (laughs) the the message that they're they're telling. Because they're basically telling women, like... You know, just kind of put up with the man not growing up and yeah. cheating on yeah, you and doing yeah. this and doing mm-hmm. this. Just accept that because in the end, there's a ring in it for you. Yeah, no. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't, I don't, I don't like that at all. Because there's a couple couples on there that I'm like, <laughs> like every time they come and she on, I'm like, clearly unhappy. I right. Saw like one last season, I was like, Ooh. yeah, it was like, yeah. I'm like, I don't. I don't think Why are you guys should. on camera? Right. Get off. Get <laughs> off. Like I hope you watch this and you do some self reflection because yeah. you look a little bit. It's just a little bit. Just you know, whatever. Just a tiny bit. And in terms of infidelity, that's a hard thing. Especially, I can speak personally. That's a hard thing to heal from. Absolutely. And it could it could peak his head in and the next relationship and the next relationship yeah, and yeah. the next relationship. Yeah. So I don't think infidelity is something that you should settle for because you're, if you are like me with the, with anxiety, it's like, oh, you going to the bathroom? What you doing there? <laughs> We about to go blink. We, we about to call. We about to right. Like, and who has time to be like a full blown surveillance no. system for another human being? Come on, who's got time? No. Who? Nobody. No. The answer is no. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody has job. time. Yeah. Mm-mm. Listen, when you get to that point where you're like thinking that way and like going through the phone, it's already gone too far. Mm-hmm. Already. Yeah. Already. Like, I have never felt the need to check Mark's phone in my life. But I have definitely been in relationships where I've been like, well, let me see what's going on in here. My one relationship that was toxic is, oh, man. Oh, girl. Watch out. <laughs> we would switch phones. We would have a switch phone sex- session. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Let me see what you got in here. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? I'm not giving anyone my Full-blown but... scan of, of all social media. <laughs> of all social media. What, all... You, what you got up? Mm-hmm. But that's nuts. Like, why should you have to go through that mm-hmm. in, like, a dating situation? Yeah, like, why Why is that what we're doing? Like, why Why is the trust level so low that we're like, well, let me look at your phone. Let me see what's happening. Mind you, I'd be unhappy every time. <laughs> I wouldn't like what I see every time. And vice versa. But for me, it's because he was so daggone jealous. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, yeah. I would say, I'd like to say that what I was going through was pretty innocent. On yeah. my phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like some of these guys just be like over the top. Because he's just not innocent at all. Right. Any little things such as, hey, what's up? What was that? What was that? Like, calm down. All that. Get out. 
Like, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm in a place where I don't have to go through that type of, let me look through your phone, somebody mm-hmm. looking through my phone. Like, I, like I've said before on this podcast, if, if Mark is cheating, I need that chick to come help clean, pay a bill. I need her to do something. You won't contribute <laughs> to this family situation if you're going to be in the mix, sis. If that's not what you're trying to do, if you're not trying to be a family of four with us, then you need to keep it moving. That's a perspective. Con- <laughs> I'm I'm joking. Everybody, I'm fighting everybody. I'm fighting everybody. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hands for everyone. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Everything's getting demolished. It's not. A, I can't just fight you. Everything you have is like going down because it's because you're a Leo. Oh yeah. And Whatever. Y'all go hard in the paint. Feel the wrath. <laughs> y'all are y'all are. I am lying. Hear me roar. Yeah. Oh y'all, yeah. Y'all take that literally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My, my father. My father's one of y'all. So I'm. I get it. Male Leos it. are. Like problematic. I, I love Leos with all my heart, but they're not for me as a relationship situation. Yeah, you know. No, it's can't, fine. couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't. Because you, you have to know what's for you. Because us Aquariuses are like, so what you trying to do? Yeah, we're like, do it, do yeah. it. And then y'all be like, roar, burning it down. And we're like, all right, bet. And then it becomes a tit for tat. Nobody yeah. wins. Yeah, it's very unhealthy. Very unhealthy situation. But um, yeah, I definitely feel like today's today's sit- situation looks real bleak. Mm-hmm. Like if you out here dating, trying to find somebody because it's like, you know, there's people who say things like, oh, you know, black women are single because they feel like men care about their success and they feel threatened by their success. And there are people who feel that mm-hmm. way. But like, I also feel like those are valid concerns. Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm, you know, a CEO of a company, I don't want my partner to feel less than Mm -hmm. and project that onto me and Mm -hmm. make me feel bad for achieving something yeah and so now i feel like i have to dim my light and play small to make him feel better like i don't i don't have time for that you don't i feel like you don't have to play small but i'm i'm reading this book intently and Mm. the more you make the man feel like the man in 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 the ways and the capacities that he can i feel like it helps because they want it's in their nature to provide Right. It's in their nature to be the caretaker, the protect the protector. Mm-hmm. And if those roles aren't fulfilled, that's when they can feel emasculated. It's not so much more of like the money making, but if you can maximize that I, I don't know. Some some men need a tutorial. And some men and it's okay. <laughs> they need a tutorial <laughs> on <okay>. life. <laughs> yes. It's I feel like it's okay to be like, hey, like to ask questions like, Hey, how can I how can I feel not even feel how can I do more within this to feel, I don't know, more present? Right. In because situation? I'm like, it's okay to offer solutions. Like, and, again, and I feel great. like I'm not a mule. It's not my job to pump you up and make you feel amazing about you. That's that's your job. Like, okay. Because who's, who's pumping me up and making me feel amazing about me? Well, you have to communicate that you Sometimes want that. Sometimes I got to pat my own self on the back. And eh? that's fine. And if you want that for, you want your partner to do that, you can say that. Right. But like, <laughs> no, I, like what I don't have time for is no man sitting around sulking. I don't feel like a man because you. Get out of my face. Leave me alone. I feel that. Get out of they my face. They should be secure in their, in their manhood. Like, you knew, you knew what it was when you got with me. Yeah. Like, what's all this crying now? Yeah. Leave me alone. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. <laughs> um, that's that's how I be feeling. Yeah. But um, I just I just feel like it's it's a sad state of affairs out there, and I feel like it's gotten to the point where like people are just settling for any Mm-mm. old thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know women who want to get married mm-hmm. and are at the point where they have been like single for so long or have gone through so much that they're just like, well, I don't know, marriage really isn't that important to me anymore. I'm like. What? 
Like you were like five years ago, you were singing like I want to get married, I want to get married, I want to mm-hmm, get married, mm-hmm. and now now you're like, well, if marriage is not a thing that these guys want, then I guess maybe I can adjust my no. stand. Like no, no, you can you can do a filtering. You Seriously, can do, you can do a filtering, and you can say no. And oh my god, you guys don't know how many fish there are on the sea. Like there is always another one, sis. Like right. you don't need to like. Just be, don't fall for the little bit of attention that you're getting. The next man can do that and offer you more. Keep filtering. I do that, like, I honestly, as a teacher, I do that with my classes. I make my classes super hard. Mm-hmm. Push-ups, cardio, abdominals, all these things. And then the I kids told y'all like, she bought that life for that dance, and I told y'all. <laughs> my, dan- my, <clears throat> my dance program, I don't play. And I make it super hard to filter out those who aren't who aren't cut out. <laughs> no, for real. And that's real. And and you have to do the same thing in the dating. You don't yeah. have to make things super hard, but you have that's how if that's how you want things to go, don't feel bad for not making accommodations. Right. Now when you get to that point where it's the the want and the union is mutual, of course you can make accommodations and, and work together, but what are you settling for if right. he's not even willing to offer you what you want in the first place? Like my my the, the biggest advice, the most comforting advice is there's always another one. Yeah, always, always coming around. In the words of Gucci, next 15 won't come in. They're out here. No, for real. They're out here. They're out here. They're out here. I be out here in the streets. I see them in the summertime on Jamaica. Not Jamaica app, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's not what you want. No, not not the Jamaica app, (laughs) guys. standing outside. Shout out to Queens, but not the Jamaica app, guys. Um, But, like, I see all these, like, you know, street festivals and, like, you Mm -hmm. know, the Vogue Clico uh, Polo Classic. Like, I see all these events where, like, Black men are at. Single mm-hmm. black men mm-hmm. are at. So I'm just like, they're out here. It's just, maybe you got to, like, change the circles you're in. Maybe start trying some new things, going to some new places, meeting yeah. some new people. Because, like, the options are out here. Like, you don't have to settle. Yeah. Like, I know I know someone who um, was dating somebody and, like, she really, really wanted to get married. But he didn't want to get married. And so she, I guess in her mind, she felt like over time maybe nope. she could change his mind. Mm-mm. And, like, they eventually broke up because he was like, no, nah, I'm serious about that. Men not getting very married clear thing. about like, what they want. They, like, no, you can, you can have about 50 babies. He's still nope. not getting married. And I feel like we have to get away from this concept of, oh, if I just wait it out or, you know, if I just show him how amazing I am, then he'll do. No, no. Believe what he says. Yeah. Believe it. And it's so hard. Like, oh, my God. We were saying this, like, uh, you can go. Bye. Like, No. There's emotions invested in time and and all these connections that have happened. But then you really have to consider, like, your happiness. Like, what is dwelling on your mind? What is in your subconscious all the time when you're with this person, especially if you want to move on? Right. And is that more important than being with that person that you're currently with? Right. Right. Because I feel like if you are willing to compromise your standards or what it is you say you want, I hope that you're doing it for the right reason, not just to hold on to something because you feel like, oh, well, I don't want to be single again or, oh, I don't want to have to explain to everybody why we broke up. Because a lot of people don't feel like we just don't have the same values as a valid reason mm. to break up. And it's like, yeah, you can absolutely like break up with somebody if you feel like I really want X, this person does. Like people that be getting with people like, I want kids. The other person doesn't want kids. What are y'all doing together? Yeah, not at all. That's a what that's doing? a lifetime investment right there. Like that is a fundamental. <laughs> like we both need to agree on that. Yeah. 
But it's like I feel like people are people feel like if I don't if I don't uh if I don't hold on to this one, then you know, I'm making a mistake. And I'm like, but but I believe that God would not dangle somebody in your face that was quote unquote the one or right for you. But you have this fundamental difference mm-hmm. on this particular thing or these particular things. It's a test, sis. It, yeah, pass it, sis. <laughs> pass it. Don't it's be a, a dunce. Test. It's very clear. It's very clear. Like, yeah. The, sometimes God makes things very clear. Very clear. And you just, you know, want to kind of make it blurry. Yeah. You got, <laughs> like, you just got to like, pay attention. Yeah. Be, be, have your eyes open. Like, Both of them. always another way. You, really, you are capable. Black women. You are cable, all women, but black women. We're talking mm-hmm. about black women right now. Black, we're talking about we black, black women right now. Okay, black. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You are worthy of love. You are you are capable of loving. Right? It's it's in our nature to yes, love, absolutely, like, and love more than we love ourselves. That's just how we've always been. Right. But someone out there will they will love you. Right. Right. It's it. There will always be another one that is willing to do. No, so. seriously, seriously, and it's, it's just more trash than gold. And right. <laughs> like you got to. The sad truth is. Especially if you're not open to dating people outside of your racial group. Yeah. You just gonna have to dig through a lot more a lot more trash. Not and dig, not to sift. Sift. And not to say black men are trash, because that's yeah, not what no. I'm saying at all. Yeah, no. But you know, it's it's you gotta cause a lot of black men got like issues and they're mm-hmm. damaged and mm-hmm. so trying to find somebody that's like not completely messed up that mm-hmm. has the same values and and feelings and blah 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 as you it is challenging to 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 find yeah. um so to speak so i'm not i'm not diminishing like what the what the fight looks like out there out mm-hmm. there but there there are options you don't have to you don't have to go you don't have to settle for any any old you know piece of trash. Yeah, and if you man. like a piece of trash, you know, just you know, guard your heart. No, or, or not, or not. If, not. if that's the drama you live for, <laughs> sis, go for it, and, right. and you know, keep them off the streets for us, okay? Yeah, because we don't we don't want to do it. We don't we don't want to do. You do your community service, love. okay? Um, but we we don't want to be a part of it. We don't want to be a part of it. But no. like honestly, like there's so many. So many ways to avoid, like, just settling and feeling like this is the best I can do, so I'm going to just rock with this. Like, there's nothing wrong with having standards. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with waiting for what you think is, is right for you. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I don't want to be out here just talking to any old anybody. I just want to get myself together and, and the right person will find me. Yeah. Or whatever the case is. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, and in know. that meantime... You know, everyone says this, work on yourself. Really work on yourself. Because when you get with the right person, you have dealt with so much toxicity. Listen. To the point where you are just trying to be like, oh, wait, this is a quality person. I can't pull that stuff I was pulling with with old Joe. Especially if you're working. You have to do the work. Yes. In the words of Yala Van Zandt, do the work. No, for real. Because once you get in that, once you get what you're asking for, you may not even be, how about this? Maybe we're single because we're not ready for what we're asking for. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Hey, I'm Shonda. We're not ready. Like, we still have this anxiety about about infidelity. We still talk out our mouths crazy short tempers and... It could be like maybe weird. <laughs> we don't know how to be faithful. It could be Listen, our, our need for attention in, in unhealthy ways. 
It could be many things. Facts. Could, actual facts. We may not be financially ready. Right. You know, to, to move to that level. And spiritually ready. Like, what do you do in times of trouble? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we may not be stable for that. So really, honestly, do the work. What makes you tick? What makes you anxious? What makes you make... What is your worth? What do you have to offer? Right. Like, what what do you need offered to you? Like, right. the work is, is necessary for that to happen. And then you can feel like, okay, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to see what's up. And then it'll be clearer. Right. Like, what I did was I wrote what I wanted in a man. Not just mm-hmm. tall, brown, handsome, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that does matter because we don't like Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay? No, no. No, can't do that. Gotta no, Uggmugs. You, you, gotta... you know, we're all made in the image of God, but not everybody is as beautiful. To, to as, our as eyes. Others. To yeah. our eyes. Beauty is, is uh, what's the word? It's in the eye of the beholder. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, uh, what's the word? What is subjective. it? Subjective. Subjective. I was like, not <laughs> substantive. That's not right. Subjective. Yes. Beauty subjective. You yes. know. We both went to college. We just have a hard time finding the word sometimes. <laughs> but like, I promise we're smart. I promise. Yeah. But making the list, like, how, what is this temper like? What what kind of temperament do you need? What right. kind of support do you need? How right. much attention do you need? Right. All these things are, are what is important right. when you are looking for a partner. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Because, like, I think when I met Mark, I was still, like, super spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, in my last relationship, it was spicy town oh, all yeah. day long. Mm-hmm. Spice cabinet all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to, like, un... It's funny because when you talk about, like, praying for a guy or, like, you know, writing down a list of what you want for uh, in a partner, it's like... When I broke up with the last guy, I was like, oh, I'm going to have time to work on me and get me together. And God was like, no, you can meet him like a month later. Mm-hmm. And so when I met Mark, I was still in the doing the work process. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I think for the first couple of months, he was like, he must really have wanted to be with me because I was definitely like mm-hmm. <laughs> having moments of acting like a crazy person. But I do agree with you definitely that you have to do the work and be and be able to not manifest because I don't know if that's the right word, but be in the place where what you want will find you mm-hmm. organically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you, you'll, you'll make that connection organically. Mm-hmm. But if you're not in that place and you're not ready to receive that, then, you know, God blocked it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> uh, they will, it will definitely be blocked with a T. Yeah. And, you know, you just you just have to do the work. That's it. That's the bottom line. You have to like unpack all. Oh my god! Your stuff. Unpacking, still unpacking. No, we we still unpacking. Yeah, and this is not just men. Women, men need to unpack too. Oh, oh, they, way more. Because they be more. coming to you with a whole bunch of food. Oh my god! You're like Poppy, Poppy, I have my own bag. Yeah, I have my own bag. I can't carry yours. No, that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> that's not it. Oh man. So yeah, like I think on both sides, black men, black women. Men, women in general. Yes, like, for sure. The unpacking and the work needs to happen on both ends if we're gonna be see healthy. Any yeah, if we're gonna be healthy and if we're gonna see any like increases in our marriage rates among mm-hmm. our people mm-hmm. because our marriage rates are just among the lowest. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's so different from, you know, fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like what's what's happening now? Well, like, they, you know, they had a higher to- higher tolerance and we have female artists saying that Bump that, bump this. Let's mm-hmm. go. We get up out of here. You don't need them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's 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 less patience for sure right. because of access to anyone you want. Yes, and <laughs> access to like 
finances because we can get into this in another podcast. Oh, yeah, but definitely, yeah. like, you know, a lot of people be talking about, oh, well, you know, I don't understand what's going on today because my grandparents were married for 60 years. Your grandma couldn't leave because she wasn't allowed to work. She mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to have a okay. bank account. Okay. She couldn't she leave. had no bag. Yeah, she ain't have no bag. She did. She had no. She had no bags, and so she had to sit up there with your grandfather and his fifty eleven kids mm-hmm. that live on the other side of town. Mm, so Lord. you know, Lord. I mean, you know, listen, it, it's hilarious, but but not like when you see like people die and it'd be like the official wife at the front with the kids, and then it'd be like another family, couple mm-hmm. pews back, and you'd be like, um, who is that? Who then? Oh, that's mm. that's his side and the like and just everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I remember that happened to me when I was a kid. I was like, so that all oh nobody told me, but all the adults knew mm. that this was this person's side child and whatever. <sighs> but everybody knew. Mm. But your grandma couldn't go nowhere. Mm-mm. She she ain't had no job. She ain't had no bank account. She couldn't do nothing. She had to ride out. So you know these days, like you said, we have we have more options and access, and we can just be like peace out, Cub Scouts. Mm. But like I really do hope that we we we. Get our rates up, people. Yeah. And speaking just real quick on, on on because we're always there. Another key is to just stop being as available. You know what I'm saying? Like men like to taste. Men like to wonder what you're doing. <laughs> men like to miss you. Keep your stuff going. I know I was always a person. It's like okay, I have a man. It's about my man. Mm-hmm. It's about what we doing. Mm-hmm. It's about it's it's about what like if I'm not if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in terms of scheduled work hours, I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. No. And I think that's what booked put you as a busy. shelf album. Booked and busy. Booked and busy. busy. Be booked and busy because that's what always, like, they know that you're always there because as soon as he calls, you're going to pick up. As soon as he texts you, you're going to figure, oh, oh, I was doing this, but what are you doing? And I'm not saying, like, be completely unavailable, but like in terms of dating, that like that. Yeah. they value your time more mm-hmm. when you are able to say no or put other things there. Like, don't abandon your friends. Don't skip town. Don't leave town immediately because <laughs> you think you found somebody because when they're going, so you know, there's so many things like I lost myself. I lost myself because you have invested so much of yourself with that person that you don't nurture, you don't continue to nurture what you're doing. And not right. even just you, what you're doing. A lot of women lose focus. Mm-hmm. Like once they get with their partner and you can't, you can't because my always, my, if I always have to choose between my dreams and my man, my dreams will never wake up and tell me they don't love me no more. Okay? Hey, so, Shonda, <laughs> you better come on with these words in here. So it's like I really have to think about that. Like you really got to think about that availability. Yes, yes, yes. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> All of it. Yes, yes, it's, yes, it's, yes. It's real. It's real. Availability. So do the work. No, filter. Filter. Be able to say no. Uh-huh. And be and and worry about your and and focus on your availability. Word three Word. keys. Word. Three keys. What she said to black women dating. Mm-hmm. Yes, black women are always in style. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Let's move on to our. This is a great discussion. I'm so glad you came because you're so smart. Oh my god. Oh Um. So moving on to our music slash artist spotlight. Um, this week, I wanted to um, bring attention to a young man by the name of Lucky Day. Have you ever heard of him? No. Yes, Lucky Day, and Day is spelled with an E at the end. Um, he's from New Orleans. Um, I just said New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> um, his name is, uh, his actual real name is David DeBrandon Brown. DeBrandon. DeBrandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why black people be doing this? Stop it. Okay. Um, 
His mommy was part of some cult that um, forbade um, secular music, but his mama got out the cult. And um, that's what it says on Wikipedia. And um, he moved to Atlanta to pursue music. Um, apparently, he auditioned for um, American Idol, like, back in, like, 05. But anyway, um, how I found out about him was, I think, the Joe Budden podcast. They played one of his songs. Um, it's called Roll Some Mo. Okay. It's actually, it's just, I, I like the vibe of it. I wish I could play it, but I don't want to get sued. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's like a real, like, cool, sexy, chill mm. vibe kind of song. Like, a lot of, and he has another song called Karma. Like, the, it's just like a real, like, vibe, like, relax. Like, you know, I can I just those. cruise down the highway, driving somewhere, just listening to this smooth R&B that's, like, pleasant it's not like overwhelming it's not like raunchy because mm. i'm like some of these r&b songs be like all Super right raunchy. it's just a guy singing but this could be a rap song because mm. the content is trash yeah but um yeah he i don't think he has an album out officially yet no i'm a liar he put an album out um earlier this year it's called painted okay painted painted i gotta learn to say words properly um and the song that i mentioned roll some is on there okay um Definitely, if you're looking for some new R&B from, like, a young, up-and-coming artist. Um, I'm trying to think of who he reminds me of, but I'm like, I don't think of, I don't think he reminds me of any body, particularly. Um, yeah, he's not like Chris Brownie. He's, like, kind of neo solely a little bit, but... Ooh. But, yeah. I like That's his I like his sound so far and what I've heard, so I'm I'm happy with him. So, check him out. His name is Lucky Day, D-A-Y-E... Um, yeah, I found his album on, I think, Tidal. It's pretty good. Enjoy it. Um, is he on any label? He was on RCA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. Check him out. Um, I'll play the song for you when we leave. Um, (laughs) so moving on, other topics and excellent black men. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you watched the Emmys, but, um, Jarrell Jerome, the guy that Mm -hmm. played Corey Wise Mm -hmm. in, um, When They See Us. If you haven't seen When They See Us yet, please get your life together and dedicate some time to watch it. Um, you're going to see in episode four why um, the guy that played Corey Wise, his name is Jarrell Jerome, why he won. Because um, he acted his face off. Absolutely. Um, and Billy Porter also won. And I think Ugh. they both made history as being the first Afro-Latino male and the first openly gay man to win an Emmy. Amazing. So it was just amazing. Like when when they called Jarrell Jerome's name, like the look on his face and his mom's face, like they were just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Like it was so just pure and sweet. And then he got up there and he said his speech. I was just like, mm. yeah. And I was screaming at my TV like a nut job, like yes, <laughs> yes, give me life, give me yeah. life. And then when Billy Porter and his fabulous self sashayed up there, oh, love him. I'm tired of Billy. Billy got to stop coming to the functions and slaying. Uh, like what? I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast the other day, and he was like. <coughs> He feels like all award season is is an opportunity to Billy for Billy Porter to come and stun stun on you girls with his outfits. Okay, all the time. Yes, I mean, but he got up and when he gave his speech, it was just so beautiful. He, he what was he? He said he said, you know, <coughs> I had to take so much time to um, vomit up all the negative things I had swallowed and believed about myself, and I was mm, like, hey, I'm a Sean. Beautiful. Girl. Like that is a word right there. Mm-hmm. Like, yo. 
Like, I'm just so happy that I saw two men of color win in performances that I think were awesome. Yeah. The rest of the Emmys was basura because I feel like (laughs) some of those awards, I was like, excuse me. Some of the shows or the nominees, I'm like, what? What what was this? Like, what is that? Who is this? What is this? Huh? (laughs) Help. Help, Jesus. Help. I didn't know what was going on, but I enjoyed it. I was happy. Kudos to Jarrell Jerome and Billy Porter. I didn't realize Jarrell was only 21. What? I didn't know that either. Because he was in Moonlight. So, like, I... Wait. What was he, he was in... I forget. He was in there. Like, I can't remember what the name of his character was. Let me see if I can look it up real Probably quick. Was but like, he was in Moonlight. Because I remember when I saw him on When They See Us, I was like, where have I seen that boy before? And then when I looked up his name, it said he was in Moonlight, too. Okay. So, um, what was his what was his character's name in Moonlight? But, um, so I, back then I thought he was already like in his twenties. So, cause Moonlight came out, what, 2016? So I thought he was in his twenties from back then, but apparently he was maybe like a teenager. I thought he was so, fairly young. So. Maybe. Yeah. I thought maybe he was like 21 when he was in that movie. So in my mind now I'm like, oh, he's like 25. I'm like, oh no. The but boys, you're doing good if he, he could is play young. 16. He is young. Let me see. Where is it? Oh, I forgot Janelle Monet was in, um, Moonlight. Why can't I? Oh yeah. She was great. Yes, she is amazing. She's she's low key like a really really popping actress, but yeah, um, yeah. I think she's in some other movie coming out um, soon. I can't think of what, but I saw like her name in the in the credits for for some movie. Um, but yeah, so what was he was in, in Moonlight? Let me see. I'm trying to find his Wikipedia page. Um, he was in his character's name was he played Teen Kevin. Oh, okay. Teenage Kevin in Moonlight. That's why I was like, I know who he was. He played teen, the teenage version of, I think, Trevante Rhodes' character. Is that his name, Trevante Rhodes? Anyway, yeah, he was in Moonlight. He just won an Emmy. It's amazing. Um, do you know about the show The Masked Singer? I've heard of it. Okay. So it's like this show where... Um, celebrities are wearing these costumes and it could be like the bee, the butterfly, whatever, whatever. And they sing every week and like every week somebody gets eliminated and like the judges try to figure out who the person is under the mask. Mm -hmm. Last year, I think T-Pain won. He was the monster or something like that. Oh yeah. And you know what's funny? I couldn't figure out who it was for the longest and then my coworker was like, I feel like it's T-Pain and then I was like, I hear it. It isn't. <laughs> so they brought it back last week, and I'm very, very excited because I'm like, who are these people? Like, there is a, um, who was it? Um, one of the characters, I am like, this person can really, really sing. I want to know who this is. Um, I forget which character it is. I should have written this down because writing things down is important. Because <laughs> um, when you don't write them down, when you want to bring them up, you like don't remember anything. But one of them, I was like, this person is singing down, okay? I don't know. But I want to know who it is. I want to know who. I may check into that episode it is. or two. Yeah, it's a good show. I enjoy it very much. Um, they saying the butterfly is Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Yeah, listen, them DC girls ain't coming out here to do that. Stop playing. <laughs> um, so... Moving on from entertainment things uh, and, you know, whatever. Um, So this week in random. So I'm going to start with something serious because why not? Um, So we're from Long Island. Well, not we're from. Veronica's from Long Island. I live here now. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. Did you hear the story about the teacher in Freeport who gave the students this like racist assignment i did i just heard about the part he said make it funny yes and i was like i don't know what it was about though it was like 
It was something to do with slavery. Okay. Don't. It was like a picture of like lynching or something like that, and she was like, "Make it funny." Mm. And I was like, "Uh, excuse me, Uh, excuse me." Was I? What kind of teacher? High school? It was eighth grade. Eighth. So like middle school. Yeah, so I was just like, this is an age where you, the students know that you're you're trash. Yeah, for sure. You know that what you're doing is trash. For sure. So what is up? Like, I'm just like, Long Island is, and <sighs> Long Island is really just an, a very interesting place for black people to be. Mm. Yeah. Because it's one of those places where racism is very, very, like, undercover mm-hmm. like it's not in your face with people burning burning crosses on your front yard mm-hmm. and calling you the n-word to your face but it's like a lot of like wild like microaggression mm-hmm. type stuff like this that rears its head a lot and it just makes me feel like i gotta get out of here i gotta because yeah. i'm like i couldn't i can't have my child come because if every were to bring home an assignment like that to me the whole school is going to be yeah. called the Kristen bennett school by the time i'm done mm-hmm because that like what in what in your what what is on your mind that you think that in a classroom of mixed racial makeup that assigning the students many of whom are black an assignment related to slavery and let's make it funny is the appropriate course of action like please explain please explain walk me through the steps of how you arrived at that being a good idea um, and, and how you, how you thought the response to it was going to be anything other than people calling for your head. She must, she was it. Do you know the gender of the teacher? It was a woman. Okay. Yeah. She must've been new to the district. You in the wrong district. Nah, now nah, the girl said I'm that sure. she's been there for a while. Oh, cause I know a few people who like are from the Freeport school district who are like, College, like have graduated college at least so they're about 25 they know her wow so she's been in the school district for some time i i she, honestly don't know how to respond to that like I just know that you would get a death stare for me like I, seriously I like you can't be in my cohort if you just nah you are trash no super trash i that's terrible if my if my like you said if my kid ever brought some homework like that to me yeah Oh, yeah, we're talking face-to-face. That school's canceled. <laughs> Everybody's canceled. Everyone's canceled, yeah. It's I just, all canceled. That's crazy. Like, First of all, we, the fact that, you know, slavery is a, a touchy topic. Yeah. Especially if you are a black kid. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like, and, and, and when you are a kid and processing slavery at that age, it's like, whoa, like, wait, so you're saying my ancestors built this country? Right, and I'm in this place and, and living in in the redlining districts and, and areas mm-hmm. because of robbery and murder and, right. and oppression. Right, and you're telling me to now, like, talk about it in a way that's maybe may seem lighthearted to me. Right, <laughs> I, that's crazy. I just wow, I'm, I, things like that just really shocked me because I remember. I think last year, I think it was in my Roosevelt district where the mm. teachers were making the back to school. Yes, yes, thing. I remember that. What? Long Island got to relax. <laughs> Long Island Roosevelt? has to relax. Like, uh, like, I almost didn't believe the story. Like, Roosevelt? Like, that crazy. school district is like almost 100% black. Like, it's black and Latino, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly Latino, but yeah. Really? Yeah, now. Huh. Yeah, now. Um, but the teachers, I don't see them, a lot but of I guess. teachers. 
lot of teachers are um, a lot of not a lot of teachers. A lot of the teachers are black in terms of like the people who have been there forever. Uh huh. The forever teachers. Uh huh. <laughs> so the admin are black. You know. Uh-huh. So it's like I went through the entire district, elementary, uh-huh. middle, and high. Mm-hmm. So I, it is black in terms of culture. You mm-hmm. will know. Lift up your voice and sing. You will know my country tizzity. Mm-hmm. If you go to UB, I had to wear a kente tie every day and kente uh, ponchos to mm-hmm. graduation. Mm-hmm. It's a it's black culturally. So it's blackity black black black. Who pulled that? I just, <laughs> who pulled that? Yeah, I just was confused. Did they fire those people? I am not sure. I can't remember. I got to look the story up, but I know like it was a big thing, and I think like some of the pastors from churches in the area were calling for them to be fired. But I don't. I can't remember whatever happened. This teacher from Freeport, she wasn't fired. She just she it's gave Freeport. an apology. She and she didn't even show up to give the apology herself. Like the 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 principal or the superintendent or whoever read the apology at like a meeting that was called because people were like what the hell yeah she can't be seen this? she can't be seen in life i'm like pull up but they, they posted her name i wish i was i could find the facebook uh the facebook post because i was on like a facebook group and people found her name and did you know put her out there but um yeah uh you you was wild sis like how did you how you thought this was gonna go you this have is to what I want for the rest of your life, sis. If you ever get caught out in the streets, now nah, like the people gonna see you. Yeah, you you will be found. Like Takashi Six Nine, you will be found. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truth be told. Um, so just some other random things that popped up this week. So Cassie got married. Yes, I and that. I saw the photo, and I was like, yes, Cassie. Um, and I wanted to bring it up because people were like, oh. This is what happens when you leave these dudes that be wasting your time. What we was just talking about earlier, when you leave these dudes that are wasting your time, Mm -hmm. that aren't giving you the things you want, and you get yourself with somebody who wants what, who knows what they want from Mm -hmm. you, it'll like lightning. So Mm -hmm. she's been with that man for like thirty seconds, (laughs) like seriously, thirty seconds. Because I feel like they just announced that she, she and Diddy had broke up like last week. So now she's pregnant, expecting a baby, and she's married. And I am happy for her. Um, Diddy was posting some weird, like, subtweet type stuff. Like, oh, God, I wish I could find it. Hold on. Let me see if I could find mm-hmm. it real quick. I should have screenshotted it. But he posted, like, this, like, weird statement. It was like, are you subbing or, like, what's the tea? You salty McNulty. Salty McNulty. But <laughs> f- f- what? It's f- fine. what? What was it? Something he posted that said, don't compare... Your living, breathing, beautifully imperfect, real life human self to someone else's controlled online content, and I oh. guess people were like <laughs> saying, like, "Oh, uh, is he trying to say that like what's going on with Cassie is like some fake?" Like, I hope not. I would hope that he's better than than being trashy. You know, men, like, men are salty. They can't, they can't handle salty McNulty. They can't handle their property being taken over by somebody. I hate to refer to women as property, but that was, that was, that was his stamp, you know? And yeah. now that she's some, she belongs, no, she, she belongs to herself. Right. She belongs <laughs> to, she belongs <laughs> to herself. She belongs to the Lord who made her. Uh, and um, now that she's with a man who is out here, putting her out there and, and, and putting, I guess a label, just making a commitment to her publicly. Here's the problem with that. Cause she's she's been in she's been in his uh, little custody. Not custody, child. Not custody. She's not a ward of the state. Ever. Lord have mercy. Ever. So I'm I'm all for it. I, I mean I I probably would just being in a situation with him for so long. I probably would have waited a little longer. Yeah. Um. But it doesn't take anything for a man to want to commit to you. Right. If they and want. then and then to me I feel like for her to leave a relationship of that long. 
she had been over it for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's the thing that people sometimes don't realize when they see somebody go from dating somebody for a long time to going into something quickly. They've been over that long-term situation for a while. Yeah. It just took them a while it. to figure out how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, like I said before, I met Mark like after, like about a month after being officially broken up from the guy I was dating before. Mm-hmm. But I was over that relationship for like a year. Mm-hmm. I had been trying to actively get out of it for six months. Mm, it's hard. And dude just, like, I don't want to like get too much into it, but it was like I was actively trying to get out of it for six months, and it wasn't, it wasn't being received. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that be happening sometimes. Yeah, they, they just, just act don't up, get it. And they just, they just don't be trying to, and like, I'm just, it'll just be easier if we break up. I, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying, but I disagree. <laughs> and so it was like a process to like, for the breakup to actually happen. So I'm like, who knows how long Cassie had been planning to leave, been thinking about leaving, but just... It took her time to get to leaving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows what the timeline is between when she actually left versus when we as a public found out that she had left. Like, who even yeah. freaking knows? Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. I'm happy for the sis that she got out from under the custody, as you said, <laughs> of old boy. She tried, she was in custody. Yes. She was in prison. Yes. She was locked up. Oh, Wouldn't let God. her out. No. But she's free now. Glory. Um, so... Remy Ma, the rapper mm-hmm. from the BX, where you work, um, <laughs> she um, is on a show with Joe Budden and two other folks called State of the Culture that's on Revolt. So I guess shouts to Diddy. People be in his custody. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they were talking about like when people get like settlements from people they've accused of sexual assault mm. or rape. Okay. And Remy said something to the effect of if a woman is raped and seeks a financial settle- settlement, that's prostitution. What? Exactly. Are exactly. You, are you kidding? No, no, no. I'm not kidding. She said that. Are you? What? I'm like, oh, what? Oh, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. No. What 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 do you think she meant by I mean getting paid for your uh, getting paid for for sex essentially. That's what she's trying to say. But the sex wasn't consensual. Right. Like it's not it, I didn't offer it as a service so therefore like like what do you th- mean? like this wasn't a transaction where I put something on the table and said this is what it costs. You agreed to said costs and then paid the bill at the right. end. Right. No, no. Like that's not what happened. You violated me. I now need to undergo mental health right. uh, treatment mm-hmm. for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. The least you can do, in my opinion, is fork up some coin for my stress and damages, is all I'm saying. Like, But the statement that Remy made, I'm like, but you're a woman. But I realize there's a lot of male-identified women out there that mm-hmm. are very, like... They, they might be a woman genetically, <laughs> but their thought process is very, like, man-oriented, man-focused. And I'm just like... You got to be thinking about it. Remy has probably seen some stuff. No, I'm she shot a chick <laughs> in the stomach. Like, the chick has to wear a colostomy bag for the rest of her life. I, I, don't, I don't feel like Remy is, like, a delicate flower by any stretch no. of the imagination. Mm-hmm. She, been, she was in jail for seven years. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure... Like you said, she's seen some things. But I'm just like, I find that statement to be so, like, problematic. Absolutely. I'm like, you're making it seem like the woman entered, put herself in a situation 
to be raped mm-hmm. with her end goal being to get a bag. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not that's not it at all. Right. No. Like she said a lot of problematic things over the last couple of months. And it's just like, you've got to stop talking. What? Who's our public did? relations? Yeah. Like she said some other stuff like that. It's just like, huh? What? Like. What, what are you talking about, Remy? Like, you sound like a crazy person. So I was just like, nah, you got to chill. I don't even think, even if you pay the person, there's no type of compensation. Right, like, there's no money in the world that yeah, will repair that, that will damage. repay that damage, that yeah. will repair, repay what you have done. Yeah. Because no I'm way. like, once when somebody's violated in that kind of way, like, they're not, their whole world changes. Mm-hmm. Like, their whole mental... Mm-hmm situation changes Absolutely. like they literally can never have the same level of trust mm-hmm. the same level of comfort the yeah. same level of whatever whatever it was that they were before this happened to them is gone yeah like mm-hmm. that's gone forever and two million dollars or how much ever they get in a settlement isn't helping like they don't feel better because they got the money and prostitution is a business it's, it's a something business that's ongoing yeah like i saw a story <laughs> about a lady who was like married and got a kid and she go to nevada and prostitute on the weekends oh. and secures bags i'm oh, like okay. sis uh i guess for you that's cool that's but i'm like to be to be equating being sexually violated by somebody and receiving compensation for it through the court process as and 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 equating that with somebody who is selling their body and receiving payment for it is trash. Yeah. Some people need to go to college and learn something because some of you all just be saying things that sound really really stupid and I could tell it's because you don't have an education. <laughs> but it's fine. Or emotional intelligence or the, uh, some type of empathy. Something. Empathy. Something. Uh, empathy course. Yeah, something. <laughs> emotional intelligence, empathy course, mindfulness, <laughs> yes. something child. <laughs> something, <laughs> anything, just help them. Help them because that statement is just ignorant and yeah. insensitive. But, you know, thankfully, Remy is not, like, one of those celebrities where we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that. Like, something's crumbling. No, like, but just stop saying stuff like this, sis. Yeah. It just, you sound stupid. Um, Kevin Hart, you know, we talked about this on the podcast. Michaela keeps telling me we got we to get to the bottom of why Kevin Hart been so low-key um, with this whole situation. But, um, you know, he got into a really bad car accident. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody seemed to know what was going on and like I thought it was weird that no celebrities were really like coming out like oh my god hope you get better Kevin Mm -hmm. like just the response to it like from the media was super strange to me Mm -hmm. for a celebrity of his caliber getting into such a bad accident allegedly Mm -hmm. so you know apparently it it came out this week that he's back home he's going through physical therapy blah 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 but now he he getting sued and he gearing up to sue so apparently he's gearing up to sue the car the people who like built the car that got into the accident because I guess the car was not really built to be on the roads and there were certain adjustments or like modifications that were made that were not compact. Look, there were certain, I guess there were certain things that about the car where they wanted to keep the integrity of the car. Cause it was like an old car, mm-hmm. like 1950s or sixties made, but there were certain things about it that should have been changed because they weren't safe. So Kevin Hart is like trying to gear up and sue and say that, um, the company sold him a car that was, you know, a danger to him on the roads. And then I think he is gearing up to sue the other guy that was in the car that was allegedly the driver. Like, it's all type of lawsuits coming up. I'm like, this situation just keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Yeah. And I, and to this day, we still don't know, like, 
what actually happened with that crash. All we know is that a car crashed. Kevin Hart was in the hospital with like some back uh, breaking issues. And the two other people were also in the hospital. Like, that's all we know. It's just like, what are you suing for? Like, like, I don't understand. Like, what what happened? What is what? How do we go from no information to everybody suing everybody? Yeah. Yeah. And these two people are your friends that were in the car with you, allegedly. So why are you suing that? Like, I the whole thing keeps getting stranger and stranger and stranger. And I don't. You're getting sued. You're getting sued. Everybody's getting sued. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looks like. I'm like, what is going on, everybody? Crazy. It's wild. I do wish for speedy recovery. Yes. Yes. Makes me laugh. Because I'm not going to lie to you, honest to God. When they wasn't saying nothing, I was like, is Kevin dead? And they don't want to tell us. Oh, my God. Because, like, knock on wood, but, like, I literally was like, yo. Like, nobody's saying anything. Yeah. Like, literally, I saw the story on TMZ and nobody else had it up. I was like, is TMZ making something up? Or he's paying people. Or he's paying. I said, what is going on? I said, what What are y'all hiding? I was confused. Mm -hmm. Confused. Truly, honest. Truly, honestly. <laughs> um, so uh yeah, I'm like I, I more will more will more will uh be revealed, I guess. Um and then the other thing, did you see the photos of DMX? No. Um DMX uh is out of jail. Not out of jail, he out of rehab. Um, you know, he's doing better. Um and he did a shoot with GQ um yeah. magazine and an interview. And the photos look amazing. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Dark Man X. Like, let's see. I'm like, DMX out here looking like a zaddy. Let me see. Oh, wait, did I click out of it? I was like, okay, he looks good. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, for somebody who has done as much as he has done, the amount of drugs and alcohol and stuff that man has been doing. I like his I like his outfit. Yeah, I like this outfit. Whoever did the styling, shout outs to them. Um, cause this 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 pea coat is hard. Yeah, I like that. I like it. I like it. You know DMX is a man of a certain age, because look at all that gathering in the uh-huh. in the in the what you call gathering. it. In the, ankle area. <laughs> in the, in the ankle, ankle area. That's how you know he's like a grown man. But he looks oh. like he looks good. Like for somebody who was yeah. like lived such a rough life. No, he looks like, like he's lived a rough life. Yeah. But he don't <laughs> look like as like run down as some yeah. other people be looking. Mm-hmm. And this is the interview he did. I'm like, where are the rest of the pictures? There were some other pictures where he was like, you know, in a similar like peacoat situation. Like it's just good to see him like looking looking nice. And he's getting money for that uh mm-hmm. DMX challenge. Yes, this is him. Oh. In this in this double breast. I'm like, come on, X. Okay. I think I I don't like snakes, but I like this one. Where is it? Where did it go? I think it's loading. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. But there's there's a picture of him with like there's one with the snake on the bicycle, and then there's one with him holding holding the snake, and it's it's really cool. But um, good to see him back out here in these streets, yeah. living his best life. Let's just stay out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Just stay out the streets. Just do your music and go home. Don't be don't get into the stuff that you're into. Um, generally, um, so. Anything else that, yeah, this is the one I was talking about. Anything else that you have on your mind, wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. want to discuss? I mean. Anything that's happened in these streets? I just want to know what's happening with these middle school kids. What's happening with them? What's going on? What are they doing? You know, just, I feel like the incoming ninth graders, I'm a high school teacher, so I don't know. I think that's just been on my mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are these ninth graders so crazy? I don't know. I heard middle school is a hard time. Yeah. It's a little rough. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all these kids going through puberty and, you know, they, they're just getting into stuff. 
And, you know, I think maybe they just bring that weirdness with them to ninth grade. Weird. I don't know. They're just so immature and rude. and Not to me, uh-huh. but <laughs> I just witness it in the way that they talk to each other. I just feel like uh, not all middle school. I'm not blaming middle school teachers. I just, uh, what's happening in there? Like, what is his baby Why doing? do they think that it's acceptable <laughs> to carry to on this, this way in high school? You know, I don't know. I, I think that's just on my mind. I I think that's a very grand topic, but mm-hmm. that's on my mind. Listen, <laughs> I, listen. We, we got to get on the scene and get some um, get some uh, datas, yeah, <laughs> datas, and uh, figure out what's up with these kids because they are they are weird. <laughs> they are super duper weird. Weird is an understatement. And like I know they're weird because like I meet them because I work at a community college, so I meet them. In my in my line of work, and I'm like, what is wrong? Yeah, with you, like, why? <laughs> what what's happening? What is it that you're going through? Yeah, that you act this way, and I don't, I don't, I don't have the answers. I don't know why they behave the way they behave. They just, they just do. So I'm like, maybe they come in at ninth grade and they just kind of keep building, and then you know they get to college and it's like, whoa. I don't know. I don't know what they're building. I think they're just building how to continue to be a child. <laughs> yeah. Like some of them, like, honestly, like, I feel like when I was their age, I was far more like mature mm-hmm. and independent. Not to say that I wasn't like, chi- I'm sure like I probably was childish compared to me today, but mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't like them. I think my my biggest question is just like the loss of respect for authority. Like they do not fear authority. Not even it doesn't have to be fear, but there's just no consequence. There's it's just they are they're not scared. There there's no there's no sense of accountability. Fuck life. <laughs> there's no sense of accountability for anything. It's like yeah, I'm not going to class. Yeah, I'm not doing my homework. Well, I'm like, and you're in ninth grade. You're starting high school like this. They gonna learn. <laughs> They gonna learn. I'm like, you want to make, I, you know, I have to sit them down. Yeah, but like that, that kind of act, that kind of activity, like that's why I say I feel like it permeates through the whole high school experience. Because when they get to college, like they really be thinking that they can do yeah. the same type of stuff. And when these college professors be like, I'll give you an F, it ain't no problem. You mm-hmm. ain't got, you ain't got to pass my class, mm-hmm. my guy. Then they're like, oh my god, what, what? We well, was like, just, just laughing, talking, and laughing. Yeah, we can talk and laugh. Yeah, you still, you still could get an F though. <laughs> whole fact it's a whole fact and these professors do not care no, they don't they, they don't, don't they don't care they're not at gonna all. sit you down like the high school teachers gonna sit no. you down they're like they'll tell you like listen you need to participate in class more you need to submit your assignments on time whatever they'll tell you that but they're not going to be like on your back mm-hmm. like every 10 seconds because well, like they got things to do yes so at some point they're just gonna be um yeah, rude awakening yeah like just stop playing with us mm-hmm because we ain't got no problem ending your stuff. Yeah. We have no problem. And then they'd be like, but why they failed me? I'm like, because did you go to the class? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't really go. So, sis. So, what, sis? <laughs> you sound uh, crazy. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I never got the book. Like, how did you How did you think this was going to work? Yeah. Like, what was your plan? Please, please explain. It's supposed to just fall in their lap. I don't know. Help them, Lord. <laughs> Help them, Lord. For real. Help them, Lord. I, I I just don't understand these children. These children, it's crazy. I just oh my know what's god! Happening. Speaking of middle schoolers, you just reminded me of something that I forgot to write down. Did you hear the story about the little girl in Virginia who um, was going to like this private school and like these like white kids like pushed her down and cut her locks off? 
I did hear. I saw. I saw it for like two seconds. I heard. I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't even read the story because I felt like I was getting a little mad. Like I couldn't even read the story fully. I was like, y'all cut her locks off. That's another thing where I would be like, by the time I'm done with school, it's gonna be my school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? But yeah, these these kids they're just they're just set up different. They're weird. Um, they just they just don't have no problem doing like really like just hey baby. They don't have no problem doing really like jacked up things to people and uh. I don't know. They're a little sociopathic. They make me nervous. They're scary. There's just no consequence. There's, yeah. I think con- the consequence is now a word to fear and mm-hmm. a word we shouldn't be using. Right. But I think conse- consequence breeds accountability. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and when they're no longer being held accountable accountable for their actions or there's no fear or there's no there's no anything to kind of like make up for what they're doing, they gonna think they go, they are in for some trouble. These are people that are going to be taking care of us. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, get them from around me. Get them, get them out of here. I'm about to go. I gotta no, go. Ma'am. I gotta get up out of here. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Get them out of here. But that's um, so sad about the girl. Yeah. About the locks. Are you kidding? No, they cut that baby hair right off. I said, mm-mm. She can, you know, this is why it's okay sometimes to go to school with, you know what? With your own a, people. Yeah. You said it. There you go. Hey, listen, listen. Yeah, I, 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 we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. We will never end this podcast if we start that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to T-tips. Um, and this T-tip today um, is related to making um, use of your influence. Mm. Um, we, we've all heard the term social media influencers. I still am not 100% sure what it means. Mm. But there are people whose like whole uh, uh, description of what they do is social media influencer. So um, if you're an influencer, you know, you are supposed to have people who ha- who, who uh, follow you and really pay attention to what you're saying in whatever field it is you're in, whether it's like makeup or fashion or whatever. Lifestyle. Um you um in order to like really develop that influencing you want to link your content or or quote them within your content marketing then you want to reach out and let them know when you've mentioned them either through manual social notifications or through email uh do you want to add anything mark since you're the one that wrote this hello everybody i'm here um i just wanted to, what i wanted to really add was basically like Find out who the influencer is in the field that you are in and talk to those influencers. These influencers, um, like, tag them in any posts that relate to what they talk about and then let them know that you tagged them in there. And the good way to get a connection because if you can get attachment to their followers, then you should be fine. And that should be your goal. Word, word, word. So if what I said before didn't make any sense, it's because... The way Mark wrote it didn't make sense. But um, now that he's clarified it, uh, we can move on and uh, end the pod. Um, so thank you once again, Miss Veronica, for coming. I don't know if you know this, Mark, but Veronica's super duper smart. Okay. She came out here and gave mad words. Collection plate needs to be passed. <laughs> she out here. She's smart. She's smart. She's smart. <laughs> Look at his face. Mark is like, okay. Like, whatever. I I never didn't think she was smart. I'm just saying, like, it was just, like, beautiful to watch and just listen to her, like, spit knowledge. You I'm know 25, I mean? by the way. Yeah, she's young. <laughs> she's young, but she's ready. You can be you can be smart and young. Yes. <laughs> I wish I was that smart when I was 25. I wasn't. Uh, I was not that smart. I was listen. really, I was dumb. I was no, really dumb. I disagree. No, I, I wasn't really dumb. 
I was dating you. I wasn't really dumb. Yeah, I've, I know you when you were 25. Yeah, I was like, when was I 25? No, maybe, okay. Whatever. I was smart then. <laughs> Smartish. Um, still working towards being like smart, but you know, I'll get there. Aren't we all? Words to big work. <laughs> all right, people. So that is it, and that is all. It was so wonderful having yes, you here, Miss Veronica. So yes. I hope you listeners enjoyed our Ladies' Night podcast. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll get to do more of these as the podcast grows and you know, moves on. So you're welcome to come back anytime you yes. want, Miss Veronica. Yes, I'm mommy. Why did my child just say mommy, mommy for five minutes just to look at me and smile? That's that's all she needed. She didn't want nothing. That's all she needed. She I needed love you, your eye she contact. Didn't, she didn't want nothing. She needed your eye contact. <laughs> yes. Hi. Oh, my God. Yes. Avery's part of the Ladies Night podcast as well. She's here for. We have to put her in the credits because she's, she's spoken to people to yeah, hear her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> for the fifth <laughs> time, we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> Um, it's lovely to have you all here. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you all next week. Peace, love, and soul. We outie. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love no fear podcast check us out it's the all love oh no fear podcast uh-huh uh-huh all love oh no fear podcast hey